0: Okay, this is Kid Phoenix, Teeves is here, and we just want to give everybody a little disclaimer right off rip. This is a giant Star Trek draft podcast. It is going to span at least two parts, and it's probably going to be long as hell. So I hope all of the Trek fans that listen to the podcast, that concentric circle of Teeves and Kid Phoenix versus fans, and Star Trek fans. I hope you guys are really happy about what we're putting together for you.
1: Listen, you guys just relax, get yourself some sori and brandy, a nice canar, <laughs> get yourself, get yourself a nice rectigno, whatever you whatever you drink and whatever your beverage of choice is, just get something nice and just, you know, sit down, and relax. We're going to get into Star Trek here. It's a personal I would say it's somewhere between a fandom and a religion for me. So um We'll we'll discuss
0: that maybe. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, multiple
0: parts, but it Face Fantasy Draft, the Final Frontier. Ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous.
2: <laughs> Listen, when no this, draft has where gone no before. draft has gone
0: before. Well, yeah. I'm sure this has been done a thousand times, but this is the Teams and Kid Phoenix versus version of it.
1: Listen, as if it, if I don't if I didn't hear it, it didn't happen. So, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's Teams. I am Kid Phoenix. It is the official. Tees and Kid Phoenix versus Star Trek draft. It's something we've been planning for what since series one. We were since, planning this
1: since we decided we wanted to have a podcast. We want probably to do this one. yeah. Um, and huge Star Trek nerd myself. Huge you cannot see, but I am wearing a red shirt right now. Um, a, a red
0: shirt. What are you, yes. are you? Are you trying to? Are you, Are you trying to fight the United States from getting uh, independence? What. The- Oh, no, red I'm sorry, coast. that's Ray What are you I'm talking sorry.
2: about? No, I'm just hoping... I believe can... that's my job.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, that... here re- I'm here to return the lost <laughs> colonies back to the Empire.
0: Listen, after the last however many years it's been, uh, if you notice that voice, that's James. He was featured on the uh, Nerd Summit podcast at the end of season one. Uh, James is back, and he's in for this thing. His Star Trek nerd bona fides are without question. He has the um, Rebinge
1: podcast for re-binge Deep Space DS9. Nine. podcast, right, where him, and he, and his wife are watching every single episode of DS9. That's right, every single one. Every yeah. goddamn even, one of them. Even Profit and Lace. They're even Profit and one. Lace. that. <laughs> Sounds like
2: a very short
1: one. <laughs> um, and uh, they podcast about it. It's very good, very informative. Uh, they are very funny. They also are very smart, Have some, bring some great takes to the table. If you are not listening to that podcast, you should be, because it's one of the better ones about one of the better Star Trek shows. Our second guest,
0: I've known since college, my old days at San Diego State University, uh, she has Star Trek nerd bona fides, much like the rest of us. She cosplays as Vulcans. She owns a litany of Star Trek t-shirts. She has amazing Star Trek decorations in her room, which you can't really see right now. But one of my best friends in my old college days is Deidra. Con partner, how are you?
3: Um, I'm pretty good. I'm a little nervous, but... Um, okay. I me, so I'm pretty excited. It, it's don't okay. Be don't be
0: nervous. Don't be nervous. Because what happens is if you're nervous, then that's just going to cause you to make mistakes. And it's going to cause you to take, like, I don't know, uh, Wesley Crusher in round one. All right.
3: You know I was just <laughs> thinking about pick. doing that. So <laughs> good thing you saved me.
1: Listen, I'm just saying... <laughs> that position there's not a whole lot of depth so you might <laughs> want to think about um but speaking of which let's go over the eight positions we will be drafting for let's, in this draft. let's do that we will be drafting
0: captain number one aka first officer science officer yes chief of engineering chief of security chief of medicine Auxiliary officer and non-military personnel. Did I forget anything? I don't think I did.
1: There is one more thing that we may have to draft for, but we need to discuss it right now. So what what wait? What's that other thing? What are you talking about? So, lady and gentlemen of the Star Trek draft. Nice. I see um, what you did there. Do we want to draft our own starships? Or would you like for me to assign each of you, each of us, a starship?
3: Oh God, draft. Yeah, draft.
1: All right, that's two for draft. Dio. Yeah. All
3: right. W-
0: w- what's your pick, Teeves? Because if you're, if we're, if we're three to one, then it doesn't really matter what I say.
1: Um. Well, my my pick would be for assignment, but. All it's right, all, I, up to you.
0: all right. I won't be an asshole. I'll just say draft just so we'll right, keep this thing moving.
1: <laughs> we'll just keep this thing moving. So then you need to add Starship to the mix. All right,
0: so we have to add Starship to the mix, and then we have to get one very important rule in. <clears throat> For example, if you draft the USS Discovery, you have to take. Either Paul Stamitz no,
1: no. or Booker to that's make not, the ship go. <laughs> that's not the rule. You don't have to take them, um, but you probably should. You probably I should. Will, I will just be a jerk and take them to make sure you can't run Discovery. <laughs> because <laughs> Teeves is an asshole.
0: <laughs> because Teeves is a giant asshole. That's all. Well, uh,
2: well, strictly speaking, it will still travel at warp so That's
1: right, true. But it'll just it'll just be a regular starship it won't be yeah. the tardis at that point yeah um, yeah okay i mean
2: you can yeah plus you can you can fumigate that whole um fungus section and you know clean that out uh, uh geez, I've,
1: said I've, say, I've said it before and i say i uh, said it times before i will say it again the only mode of transportation that should run on fungus or mushroom powered technology <laughs> are mario karts and that is all v w bugs maybe
0: from like the 60s i love
2: discovery but i still like to pick on it I, I hate actual wait, i hate the, all of you
1: okay we'll <laughs> get in if anybody da- drafts discovery then i will unload but until then
0: so now I'm
3: definitely not, not to do that so just a <laughs> of it thieves
0: likes to shit on my Star Trek nerd bona because I stand for discovery more than the damn showrunners or anybody else on planet Earth. But well, that's fine. That's no, fine. That's fine.
2: You are in line with my wife. She is she will, she will go she will go to the, the to the map for that for that show.
0: See good. See, I, I knew I was in good company, okay? That's what I needed to hear just <laughs> making faces that you can't really see yeah. no go ahead go ahead speak your mind about discovery go ahead
3: um I like the characters a lot but mm, it's uh I I watched all of it I did <laughs> got through it
0: <laughs> I got through it okay that's that's how we're doing this. I, I feel I I
1: feel much the same way okay you guys
0: all right Fuck all, y'all.
2: I'm just gonna put that out there. This okay. will probably cause controversy, but that's how I feel about Enterprise.
1: Okay. I will say this: watching Discovery has given me a whole new appreciation for Enterprise. Oh yeah, this show is fantastic.
2: <laughs> Actually, the last season of a- a- Enterprise. Dio, you can just mute Atiba now.
0: No, I can't. I can't do that. I... I've wanted to mute T's my entire life, but somehow he just keeps talking. I can't do a thing with it.
1: Okay. This draft is already going to be eight hours long. so. Uh...
0: Okay. Now now that we have those rules in effect, do we need oh, to? Oh,
1: sorry. There are a couple more rules.
0: There are a couple oh. more rules. There are some rules, some contingencies, some, uh, some after effects, if you will. All um, right.
1: Rule number one. <laughs> We are going to assume that you are taking the prime universe version of the characters that you're talking about.
2: No, so
1: no mirror, this... no mirror universe no. bullshit. If you no. want if you want Kelvin Spock or you want mirror universe kirk, you have to you have to state that. Yes. But that is the only version of that character that's allowed in the draft. None no of those Kelvins. You can have a Kelvin. You just you have can't... to but but I can't take Spock and then around oh, later you understand. take Kelvin Spock. Right. Gotcha. I got you. Okay. One version of each character from each from if you pick a, a mirror universe, sorry. One instance of each yeah. character. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's that seems fair. Second.
0: Here's the here's another rule. However, and what Go about, ahead, James? Fact, that, Sorry, Go okay. ahead.
2: What about the fact in Deep Space Nine that both O'Briens actually exist simultaneously?
1: That's too much. Um, If you want to take two Miles O'Briens, that's fine. You're just doubling your misery. So I don't. Wow.
2: Well, doubling his misery. I mean.
1: Yeah, but his misery is your misery. He's on your team now.
0: If moving on, because I would rather not upset any any Irish people that may be listening no, on this podcast. It's not
1: about him being Irish, it's about the fact that the universe is out to get him. That's oh, what just, it's about. Yeah. All right. I'm just, just saying, just let's just move on. By the way, okay? happy, happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone. Yay. Yay. <laughs> here's the here's the second rule.
0: And I believe Teeves coined this the captain data rule. Uh, for your pick to be eligible in the position you choose, that character must have been in that position for one full episode from start to finish. So, if you want Will Riker as your captain, you can do that. That's fine. but, but what, you... Go ahead. what what you can't do is have like Beverly Crusher as your captain, right? Which does sucks that for me
2: movies as well. Uh, Sorry? Does, does that, that include? Does that include if somebody was in a movie in a particular role? Um,
1: If they were in that role, the entire movie, then yes, it's fine. You can pick them for that position.
2: All right. Now
0: here's, now here's where I would push back on that just to be an asshole. So a a, a movie is typically two hours long, Yeah. but like, what if they were in that role for like one consecutive hour of the movie? Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I realize I I'm being a jackass but whatever. I don't know what it's p- a valid question because <laughs> Diana right. Troy flew the Enterprise. That's right. <laughs> in, she was on the helm.
1: We're not drafting for helmsman, so it's not or for helm's person rather. Helms so person. it's not an issue. Helm's person. Um, like if you wanted to say you wanted to take check off as your executive officer because he was executive officer for the of the Reliant, uh maybe. Maybe. I'd, we we would allow that I think, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's a case by case basis. But basically, if they were captain for one episode, you can pick them as captain,
2: okay.
1: and so on and so forth.
2: Now, rule here's... three.
1: All right, rule three. Okay, canonical shows and movies only. Yes. No memory beta bullshit. Okay. Right. <laughs> Give them an example. Yeah. Like no. No, com, not no. Lieutenant Commander Shelby, first officer of the Titan, yeah. from whatever book series that is. Shows
0: um, and movies only. That's it. We discussed the draft order before
1: we started. And I'm um, wait. Sorry, uh, James. Did you have a question before we move forward?
2: I think we're good. I, I just right, wanted perfect. to clarify about if um, the movies and the Kelvin were valid.
1: They are valid, but you can only pick the version of the character from that universe.
3: Yes. Gotcha.
0: Uh, Deidre, did you have any additional questions?
3: Uh, no, I feel like my questions will come up as there's picking.
0: Fantastic. It'll be more
1: fun that way.
0: It'll <laughs> we'll be more fun that way. <laughs> now, the draft order was set offline before we started the podcast. Uh, James drew first pick. Yay. Yours truly has second pick.
1: Uh, Deidre has the third pick and Teams is bringing up the rear. Listen, it doesn't matter. You're all are going to go down faster than when Deanna Troy takes the helm of a starship. Okay. <laughs> all right.
0: Is that some, is that some fucked up way of saying that like women can't drive starships? No, I'm saying Deanna Troy can't drive starships. <laughs> uh, okay. There's so much to unpack there. Just going to move on. <laughs> I, I do have to add another round to the draft board since we're drafting yes, shit. Yeah, one more round. God damn it! All right, all right. So how we're gonna go? We're at least gonna be two parts into this draft. So what we'll do is we will do four rounds, and then we'll come back next week and we'll finish it off. And uh, yeah, after that we'll put up a poll, and we'll we'll see who who did the best. Now, James, you have the first overall pick in the Star Trek draft. I'm sorry, I don't Thank have you. any. I'm sorry, I don't have any fancy like uh, audio or anything like that from like <laughs> We'll the add it of... in post. We'll add it in post. I'm not All adding right. that in post. <laughs> uh, so your so se- so your selection, uh, what position, and why?
2: Okay, so we're starting off with Captain. Now, James is taking Captain being an english troll i was very tempted to give you a suicide crew wow because i i was thinking what would be a crew that would be so bad they would be dead before the opening credits however
1: that's a way to go what a way to go
2: however i decided to stick with people i really like so captain janeway wow whoa whoa
1: his Shocker wife. at the holy the
2: shit. <laughs> I know Tibra a is probably thinking, not <clears throat> okay. Not There's a reason for this, all right.
0: Why Janeway? Jane,
2: I feel that if you're following Starfleet's mission of exploration, if you are literally in the arse end of nowhere on the other side of the galaxy, Janeway is going to be your captain who is most likely to get you home, most likely to not get you killed. And be able to deal with a variety of different environments. More so, I think, than any other captain since Kirk. Cisco is the guy you want if you want running your station, playing politics, having a, you know, being good in a fight, all those kind of things. Cisco, it's really close. But I think Janeway is my pick for captain because this is the person who is going to go absolutely to bat for the crew and the ship. Those are all solid, great points. Solid, well, those reason, are all great points. Yeah, well I, I like. We're it. just
1: going we're just gonna ignore the fact Janeway's totally schizophrenic, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, um.
2: Jesus Christ! <laughs> hey, after year of hell, that woman would do anything.
1: Year of hell is pretty great. Year of hell is pretty great. I <laughs> oh that. man! Oh. Uh, Red right. Foreman's in there. Red Foreman's in it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> any, yes. any, anything where I get to add
0: Red Foreman into my life, even more so, is just fantastic. Just more, more Red Foreman, more Red Foreman. All right, so I have the second overall pick, and um, yeah, I'm not gonna fuck around. It's Ben Cisco. I'm taking Cisco, like like James was saying. He, he is one part captain, one part governor, one part emissary. So he, he does juggle a hell of a lot, but he stays organized as hell. And that's something I need on the bridge. I need that leadership quality where it's just like, okay, I got shit coming at me from all directions, but let's prioritize this shit and figure out what needs – like what are, the, what are the red flag items that need to go like right now? Let's take care of all that shit, and then let's get to the yellow stuff – and then once we're in the green, we can just
2: chill and just hang out on the hollow deck, and then that's it. Plus, he, he's had one of the most iconic poses in Star Trek.
0: Yes. <laughs> he he is more of an actor than a talker, meaning that like he he's not he's not too big on the diplomacy. Fine, I accept that. Um, but that's just gonna mean that I have to round out the rest of my crew very well. And I'm gonna uh, have to say it.
2: Yeah, you you hit me. Picard never hit me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I'm very interested to see who each of you pick as executive officer. Okay. That
0: that's before. that's fine. You you enjoy that. Deidre, you have the third overall pick. Janeway is off the board, cisco is off the board.
3: I don't have to pick captain though, right? I can pick whatever one yeah, I you want. Can whoever pick, you want. You okay. can pick so whatever you, a, you want. Very clear on how drafts work. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm gonna choose Fox.
1: In what no, position? In what officer. position? As first officer? first officer. Okay. Um,
3: because I mean, he he can do whatever you need him to do, and uh, he could also sacrifice himself for the good of the mini. So,
1: oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, he certainly <laughs> no. can. He certainly can. <laughs>
2: he
3: certainly can. So. Plus,
2: he can outthink a bull queen. He can do yeah temporal calculations real time. And they in, even even was it sixty years, eighty years after Spock? Yeah, they needed to use the bull Queen to do it in Picard. That's pretty impressive. Yeah,
3: I mean, yeah, and he's in this universe and in the Kelvin timeline. He's everywhere. He's got everything. Even he's Spock over. Prime.
1: Spock but Prime. you
0: okay. So yeah, let me let me note that Spock Prime. Listen, you don't have to note that. You okay, don't you don't have to, to note it that. if
1: it was a different Spock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I so Spock is the GOAT, okay, in terms of like first officer. So that's that's something that was brought up to me by Teeves, and it's like, what's the draft strategy? Like, do you want to just take the best and like have the best at one position, or do you just kind of want to just like miss, miss mash and just like figure out what the hell? Because like after for for example, like there's maybe like one or two really good chiefs of medicine, and like there's a huge drop off after that.
2: There's also a timing aspect, I think.
3: There Spock, is Spock.
2: Spock was a genius at his time. The question is, would Data be able to outthink Spock?
3: I, I think, think that's the, the
1: debate. Is yes. I think the answer is no, actually. Yeah. <laughs> really. I think the
3: answer is no. Yeah. Spock has some of those feelings, even though he pretends like he doesn't. Spock yeah.
1: does have some human elements to help to make him able to make leaps that Data just would not be able to make.
3: But
2: I think Spock is also jealous of Data. He I think makes that, a comment. I, he, makes a, sorry, he makes a comment to Data uh, in the Romulan episode. In in Reunification, uh, short. Yeah, of you've been given... Well, sorry, and I might be paraphrasing here as he says, you've been given what some Vulcans have spent their entire life trying to achieve.
1: Mm-hmm. But notice he said some Vulcans, not I've been working to achieve. And I think older...
2: I'm sorry.
1: Sorry. I think younger Spock may have felt that way. But I think as that character progressed and Deirdre, since you're familiar with the character, you can agree or disagree here. I think as the character has progressed, he's gone through this kind of transformation where he's not transformation, but he's become more and more okay and more and more at home with his kind of dual class wielding human vulcan nature so he's not he's he really tries i mean reunification in itself is not a logical thing that a regular vulcan would try to pursue So like he's okay doing things that might not be entirely based on logic and i think that aspect of him would give him a slight edge over data
3: yeah i think he sees the value in in human emotions and and then, like, he's like, well, there is sort of a logic to these feelings, even if it isn't really logic, you know?
2: Right. They're happening. But do you feel that he was forced into that because he basically failed at being a Vulcan? He mm-hmm. failed at Colin R. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean...
1: Well, Jesus well,
2: Christ!
3: Yeah, so?
1: He, he, yeah, may, so. Have, he may have failed
3: That's at what being... what Eric wanted for him. Like, he didn't want a pure Vulcan. Like... Okay.
1: Here's the thing: Tom Brady failed at being a, bas- a baseball player. All right, who let the jock he into the, the room? Greatest, he, the, <laughs> he may have failed at being a baseball player, but he's the greatest football player ever. Can't I? Can't we? Can't even have a
0: Star Trek draft without the jock come into the game? Okay,
1: room. I don't know any other euphemisms or ways to explain it. It's like. <laughs> Presidents,
0: inventors, I don't know. Um, all right, Teeves, bring up the rear of uh, fourth pick in the round. You have the last pick in round one. Where you go? Yes. All right, I'm
1: taking non military personnel.
0: Oh, wow,
2: I gotta see what. Damn,
1: okay, I'm taking seven of nine.
2: Oh, <laughs> nice, oh, excellent. Pick. That's
1: a good one. That yeah. is good. All right. teams came to play.
2: Okay. All right. Now, question here. Team. Oh, why
1: why would I take Seven of Nine? Number one, uh, she's a Borg, she's super smart. She can she understands Borg technology. Number two, she really knows how to fill out a uniform. And okay. number three, <laughs> uh, number uh, three, she she has access to Borg knowledge. I mean
2: which version of her would you take the Oh, Early definitely not. Where she first appeared, or the Picard
3: version.
1: Not the Picard version. I don't need broken down. Um, Rooster Cogburn.
3: Oh, okay,
2: You, you can mute now. Kid Phoenix, please, please hit mute.
0: I can't. I,
2: he's she a, is a Fenris Ranger. He's no, a vital know, part. He's saying... a
0: vital part of the podcast. I can't mute him right now. What
2: I'm saying is, she is she... a Fenris Ranger. She is Strider. In the twenty fourth century, she really is. Is <laughs> she? She needs her own series. This isn't Rooster Coburn. This is. I don't know. This Rooster Coburn? Old... This is the man with no name.
1: Exactly. She is okay. She's yes. not. And I would say she's the man with no name in the Voyager days. But as a Fenris <laughs> Ranger, she's just a beat down old gunfighter. Just right. Trying oh. to redeem herself. Oh. All right, so Voyager
0: seven of nine is what Teeves wants. Okay, <laughs> fine. We have established this. Uh, Teeves doesn't like it apparently when his when his older uh, Borg uh, just succumb to old age and they're just roaming the universe. Like he he needs them in their prime, it's it. it's saving lives, saving She's lives, never got over things. Oh Doing my god, the decent
2: just in uh, bringing justice now we're in
0: round two and how the draft order works is that whoever had the first pick in the first round they go to the bottom and it cycles to the top so for example i have first pick in the second round two that being the case i'm gonna take my science officer give me the homie The D, the A, the T to the A. Give me Lieutenant Commander fucking Data. That's right.
2: That would be most logical.
0: I can't. I I wasn't going to take Spock early because, number one, I I, kind of knew that, like, Deidre would take Spock in round one and I didn't want to hurt her feelings and completely fuck up (laughs) her trash strategy. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, Data, if I can't get Spock then Data is probably the next best thing in terms of science officer. Um, Point of
1: contention. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Go ahead. The Enterprise D does not technically have that position. All right. Prior to... Is the group okay with him drafting Data as a science officer? Prior to though, this prior well, to
0: this draft we had email con- we had email communication and it was yes we did we had electronic
1: communication we had electronic
0: communication and phone <laughs> conversation to which you said teams data will count as auxiliary
1: or science listen what you say any officer can count as auxiliary i think it's fine i'm just putting it to the group all right maybe somebody's not fine with well, it
2: Well, there isn't a category for pet android. so <laughs> true um, I'm, I'm okay with it do we have I enough, I, do,
3: we have enough with
0: it. do we have <laughs> enough spots to do a, a pet android can we do that
1: <laughs> no all right um because if we do i'm just taking the androids from mud's women and yeah <laughs> finishing this track oh <laughs>
0: the the data not only does data cover science but like he can step in if i need some help in engineering he can be first officer in a pinch he can handle the bridge and you know what he's well knowledge and he he's willing to adapt and learn my my only concern um do i leave the emotion ship on or off that is a question that is going to need to be established Off. Well,
2: following the example of first contact, yes, allow data to turn it on and off.
0: There we go. Okay, done. Why right. would
1: question?
0: Okay, would has an objection?
1: Doc- I don't have an. No, I don't have an objection. I'm just. i just amusing. Why would Doctor Sung a point of parliamentary <laughs> procedure? Why would Doctor Sung make it possible to turn off that chip?
2: I would like to point out to the honorable gentleman from the constituency of San Diego that under the last <laughs> government, data had no ch- no emotion chip. Um, I know. I think seriously, um, because I would imagine that data may become overwhelmed by the emotions. You saw some of that in the first Next Generation movie? Generations, maybe. yeah. And I think maybe Sung, being a genius, uh-huh. planned for that. So data could, you know, revert back to a non-emotional form. So I got Cisco, I got data. I'm off to a nice little start here. I'm okay.
0: Uh Deidre, you have the next pick in round two.
3: All right. Um I'm gonna pick uh, my I'm gonna pick for the chief of. The medical chief of medicine. She's going medicine.
2: She's going emergency, medicine. Emergency oh! 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 Medicine. <laughs> oh! Fantastic.
0: You, you take the EMT from Voyager, and Cheese is not happy.
3: <laughs>
1: I was I'm really hoping. I was to really to have really a
3: hologram hoping.
2: on my team. It's oh. very helpful and useful. Oh! Captain is that. just such a gem. Oh, I
1: really wanted to take the EMH right here. <laughs>
3: really I'm so sorry.
0: Don't no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry, <laughs> don't be sorry at all. That's the game.
3: He
2: was in first contact for like 10 seconds and, and he was and I great. Still loved him. Um,
3: I'm pretty excited.
0: Oh, all wow. right. Okay. Here's my okay. This is my only problem with the EMH. <laughs> and Deezer is just very intently waiting for my question um depending on what ship you draft yeah like what happens what happens if the right system is hit and the and and now you just don't have a doctor because the computers are completely fry
3: i will i will specify that i picked the version where he has the little thing and he can walk wherever he wants Uh, oh
0: damn it all right never mind
3: (laughs) Foiled
2: emitter,
3: yeah. Foiled, goddamn it. it! It's a technical term, the little thing, you know.
1: Uh, mobile <laughs> emitter. The mobile the, emitter.
3: The the thing that allowed
0: Tupac to play Coachella. Um.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow!
2: It's
0: incredible!
1: Incredible work! <laughs> Jeez, I got to rethink it bit. now. I need a minute. I was going to take the EMH. Right. Um
0: here we go. These is all fucked up. Here we go.
1: <laughs> we have now drafted. This draft is started. Here we go. All right. <laughs> I am also gonna go CMO because I think there's only two that count. There are all only right. two that matter.
0: Okay. All she right. got
1: one, I'm getting the other. I'm taking Julian Bashir. <laughs> Damn it. Oh
2: <laughs> you know. Julian Bashir was in line to be an emergency medical hologram. So would that mean you could take the prototype Julian Bashir EMH?
1: I do have the prototype Julian Bashir EMH.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this one's going to be hitting on like anybody on the
1: show. Oh, shit. That's right. (laughs) That's right. I need to to, to specify. (laughs) I need to specify late. DS9 Julian Bashir not early DS9 Bashir
2: yes <laughs>
0: wow so so thieves bashir pick is contingent on the fact that he doesn't need a uh, a horn dog chief of medicine <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's saying okay all right we're with this
2: all right uh james you are up in round 2 okay I am also going with the chief of medical.
0: God damn it. Okay. It's it's like right. the it's like the run on tight ends. Jesus Christ. Kickers. We're doing and kickers. kickers. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> and I if anybody knows me, they know I have just this total man crush on Carl Urban. It has oh. to be Carl Urban from the Kelvin universe. Cause so I, our first Kelvin pick. Oh, he's so good in that role i absolutely love him i mean just the whole attitude and the sort of cynicism that comes out but at the same time he's still very much star trek um yeah it's really helped by the fact that you have an actor like carl urban who is just top notch in my opinion just really brings these characters to life James. and that line from um uh, the last star trek movie uh...
0: into uh, um not into darkness.
2: What the hell? Beyond.
0: Beyond, thank you. Yeah,
2: and that line from Star Trek Beyond about, well, at least I won't die alone. Yeah. Spot beams out and stands <laughs> there and says, figures. <laughs> I didn't well, even... That, the whole scene was great.
0: So here's the thing. I didn't even consider McCoy um, because, like, I didn't even consider the Kelvin McCoy. I, <laughs> I, I heard McCoy and I just think of, like, old generation fucking mccoy yeah um, i didn't even think about it i was like shit okay all right if
1: i would have taken mccoy i would have insisted that it was disco mccoy from the motion picture wow <laughs> <laughs> he comes out he's got the white suit
2: beard, oh, the medallion. oh That's my the god McCoy i won <laughs> oh wow would you like
0: to change your pick james <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, still. he's, he's going to fix you up. He's gonna Urban, you up. man. I, I got to have He's no on this. He's gonna, Disco he, McCoy he, is going to Disco... fix you
1: up, give you a new kidney, and then party at, at <laughs> Studio 54 later. It's incredible. <laughs> that was, yeah,
2: that should be at Studio 54, McCoy.
0: Disco McCoy is going to fix you up, do a little dance, <laughs> make a little love, and then he's going to get down tonight.
2: Yeah, uh, I'll, just, uh, I'll just write a few prescriptions out for you.
0: There we go. Now exactly. we're talking. Before we get into round three, we're going to take a little break. We're going to uh, satisfy some of the sponsors, Uh, Anchor FM, not BuzzFeed, amazingly enough. Um, But (laughs) we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the continuing rounds of the first ever Maybe maybe the inaugural Star Trek draft. Maybe we'll just come back and do this every couple of years. I don't know. We'll see but what happens. We'll see what happens. But we'll be right back after we're from our sponsor, Anchor FM. All right. So we're in round three now of the Star Trek draft. So far, uh, Teeves has Dr. Bashir and Seven of Nine. I have Benjamin Sisko and Lieutenant Commander Data as my science officer. James, who had the first overall pick, took Janeway, which shocked everybody. Shocking. And uh, the the Kelvin version of McCoy, solid pick. Deidra, as I expected, took Spock with her first round pick. And then she pissed Teeves off, which I enjoy. No.
1: I'm not he, pissed
0: off. Because she took the EMH from Voyager. Look, EMH is a great pick. I would have picked him there. <laughs> but we're now in round three. And uh, Deidre, who would you like to add to your starship? Unless you are planning to take your starship right now.
3: I'm not planning on taking my starship right now. Okay. I'm deciding between these two. Um, but I think I'm going to take Jordy for my Chief of engineering.
0: Damn it, uh, I was hoping he was gonna linger for a while.
3: Um, yeah, no, I, I think that people were gonna pick him and you know I first of all, I like him uh, just as a person in general when he's not being creepy to uh, holograms. but you know other than that, I, he can see things with his visor and uh, he could read me a bedtime story also. I was going to say, he
0: has a very extensive book collection.
2: <laughs> Although we do have the mirror universe in the real world. We have the mirror universe, um, Geordie. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that little goatee, it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> I I do like
0: the amount of, like, intelligence that you're bringing to your crew because you have Spock and Forge in the crew. Like, that's a lot of fucking intelligence right there. <laughs> That's a lot of knowledge. Jesus Christ.
1: I, I will say, I will say you're kind of lacking in like adventuring types.
3: Don't worry. I still have more things to say.
1: That's true. That's
3: true. But there's not a shortage on adventuring types, okay? That's
1: true. That's also true.
2: <laughs> you know, there's also the other side of this is Geordie can read you a story and the EMH can sing you an opera. Sure. You've got, uh, there's instant entertainment here. There's a I lot. Fun. Yeah, you. I. I.
0: Whatever ship you're on, like I. I. That's where my crew is gonna vacation. That's for yeah. damn sure.
1: Yeah, we're out. I, I don't know. My crew is out here exploring the universe. So. Uh, <laughs> uh Thieves, you have the next pick in
0: round three. I got Okay. So what do I want to do here? Do it. Uh. Right. Radio, by the way, like three seconds of
1: silence and I'm making them wait. I'm drawing I'm, the anticipation, the tension just ruined right. it. All
0: right. I know we just did a podcast on Tarantino, but let's relax a little bit. It's just all a all right.
1: Drag. I'm trying to decide if this position has. There are three very strong candidates at this position, and I'm trying to figure oh, out wow. if I need to get one now. And I think I do. I'm taking a chief of security. I'm taking Tuvok.
2: Oh! I believe the phrase is, you have stolen Tuvok from me.
3: <laughs>
2: I <laughs> damn it. I will give you my reasons. Tuvok is
1: completely as competent an officer and as good a chief of security. It's both ways, the tactical aspects and the like, uh, actual security or... Yeah. or ship security aspects of it as wharf, but you're not going to have to, but you're not going to have any problems, like, you're not all of a sudden going to have to, like, quell a revolution in the Klingon yeah. Empire if Tuvok's <laughs> on your crew. Like, he's chill. Like, I'm not going to have yeah. to avenge, like, six people in a month. You know? Right. It'll be fine.
0: <laughs> uh Also, I mean, like, Tuvok is black, so there's that. There's always that.
1: Listen, I... I do, I do not see race. Race all is not it. a factor here, except Vulcans are dope. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, he's also a pure Vulcan as well. I remember Tim Russ talking about this and saying, he. this was early on in Voyager, saying he planned to play the character very much as a full-blown Vulcan. Right. And Spock always had that human side, and this was going to be the emotionless, true Vulcan. Yeah, I was, such a great character
0: i always like that about him where it's just like he wasn't he didn't have the like human element and characteristics that kind yeah. of like no disrespect to him that kind of makes spock like a little bit weaker of a vulcan
1: again you're you're comparing apples to oranges a little bit like yes yeah, spock is technically half vulcan but like he's not he's not trying to be the, like as soon pretty he's much just soon, not happy
0: about the spot bashing by the way
1: <laughs> as soon as he realized oh i'm never going to be accepted by these guys i gotta do my own thing he did his own thing and was awesome at it that's like true. you guys are keep you guys are just like oh he's not a real vulcan or whatever it's like okay i have to get very serious now i'm gonna put on my serious broadcasting voice now um are you Webster's defining anything you and I both grew up as black nerds. And yes. being nerdy in the black community, not exactly a, something that was oh. always accepted. Yeah, no, not at all. So you can understand where I'm coming from with this whole Spock's not really a Vulcan. How yeah. many times have you been told you're not really black because you like X or Y or black people don't do that? Yeah. Don't don't put Spock in a box, is all I'm saying.
0: All right. That's that's my bad. That's I, I apologize. I apologize, Mr. Nimoy. Rest in power, my friend. I, I'm sorry, okay. I got big Spock takes. I got I got nothing <laughs> but love for Spock, okay? James, round three pick. It's on you.
2: Okay. I am going for first officer.
0: Here we go. And
2: Kieran Arise.
0: Oh. Technically, okay.
2: not Starfleet. However, she has act she did act as Cisco's first officer. And she has been first officer on the Defiant when it went on missions.
1: It's not an issue. That's why we specified specifically non-military personnel instead of non-Starfleet personnel.
2: Right. All right. So, Kira. Who else would you want as your first officer? Kira is always loyal, always has your back, will do anything to fulfill the mission. This is a good woman who has, like, she's broken her hips, she's broken legs, she has, she was directing fire control on Deep Space Nine when it was attacked by the Jem'Hadar with, like, her arm all burnt up and she's still just carrying on. This is Kira, your first officer that Riker could learn from. Kira does have a
0: propensity for just getting the fucking job done. That is true. It,
2: absolutely.
0: I, I, I respect Kira for that so much.
1: It is going to be very interesting to see who your choice is for captain, for commanding officer. If Kira is your exec, I can't wait.
0: What are you talking about? He has his captain.
1: His oh, wait, Jane a boy. Jane wait a minute. It's Wayne and Kira. Jane and Kira. <laughs> <Janeway> and Kira. <laughs> that's right. You, you really think that's going to work on a bridge? <laughs> What kind of sexist misogynistic shit is that? <laughs> Not sexist or misogynistic. One of Janeway's biggest James, listen,
0: James can have two women in commanding officer positions on his starship if he wants to. Don't be that asshole. It's okay, 2022. Look, look, look.
1: Here's how here's how it will work. Here's All how right, it let's see. Work. Let's see how you envision this working. Because I'm sure I see it working a different way.
2: Janeway is a yes. very practical officer. She right. has showed throughout Voyager that she was, was totally staffly, but she could adapt to any situation and she could even work with the Borg if it served a greater good. Kira is very much from a freedom fighter mm-hmm. background. She is adaptable. She's extremely loyal. And she knows when to, I think, when to question the captain, when to ask, is that really a good idea? At yeah. the same time, she understands just following orders. So the authoritarian, the disciplinarian version of Janeway, when she would say, just do it, Kira would be, yes, sir, I am going to do it. Yeah. And that would be the end of it. And I think that relationship would work really well. Just, just not the... buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve not buying it at all. I
1: don't know what uh, version I... of Kira and Reese Kira... you're talking about, but... Uh... <laughs>
2: I think season okay, one Kira, Deep Space Nine was just getting to grips with working with Cisco. But after that, they formed an extremely effective working unit. And I would see the Janeway-Kira dynamic being very similar. Plus, she has the advantage of Janeway isn't a religious icon to her people.
1: Right. Well, number one, I think that's the only reason why Cisco hasn't been blasted through the chest about 40 (laughs) times is because he's a religious icon to her people. I think if any other officer tried to get away with trying to put Kira in the corner, it would (laughs) not go well. Janeway and Kira are both extremely headstrong. Now you tell me what happens when you put two extremely headstrong people in a room and make ah. them try to figure out what to do together. Kira I mean, I watched from... that
3: show. I definitely watched that. Show.
1: <laughs> it was made for great television. Don't yes. get me wrong. Yeah, but I don't Kira... really see that ship accomplishing <laughs>
2: Oh, Kira is also a military officer. She has a military background, so there's. So there's the aspect that the chain of command would mean probably more to her than traditional Starfleet. So I think that there would be a natural reaction for her to defer to Janeway as her captain. We saw that in Deep Space Nine where her senior officers were still able to make Kira do various things. They even demoted her at one point and she took it. And I think that's where the Kira Janeway yeah it might be contentious at times but I think it would be a very it would be a very building relationship if you built a show around it of seeing them being able to work together
1: I think my read on that what you described was always Kira was was content to defer when the matter did not when it was a non-bajoran matter when it was something that like All right, this is a Starfleet thing. I'm going to defer to Starfleet. But whenever it was something Bajoran or something Bajoran militia related, no, she was up in everybody's face. You're not (laughs) telling me what to do. I'm standing my ground here. You're not telling me what to do here. The only reason. Okay. You need very fired up about this. The captain needs a first officer that plays off their weaknesses, right? That's why you have Kirk and Spock janeway's first officer is basically a characterless potato that's why <laughs> it works because he's he's a lump of clay with a, an eye tattoo that's what it is oh. <laughs> and he's, he'll basically do anything wow <laughs> because he doesn't have a personality. it's not his fault it's the way the show was written they gave Janeway, all the personality. So that's where I
2: think the
1: difference
2: is having. Just absolutely shitting
0: on Chakotay. Just Jesus Christ. Christ.
2: Well, remember Chakotay to a large extent was forced on her. I think with Kira, you would see a different relationship. Of Kira is again an officer. She's a military figure, and I think would bring. Would have that respect for the chain of command with Janeway. Yeah, Janeway is extremely headstrong and has her ideas, but it's she's usually right.
0: I'm perfectly I don't okay know. with this. If I was, if,
2: if, oh if, god,
0: uh, please, we, if get you we get it. You hate women. We get it.
1: I was a Voyager crew member, I might be a little bit upset that she decided that the lives of the Okampa were worth more than you know me getting home. I don't know. I might have some feelings about that.
0: Yeah. All right, we have our first real big debate here, and this um, is this why is, this is a bigger
1: this, issue than we'll get handled. We will this, have to pick this up when we start our own Deep Voyager episode by episode pod. You um, and you and James can have fun with that. I, I will not be privy to that. <laughs> We're gonna be called it's gonna be called uh Delta Flying. And uh... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's I
0: I apologize. The thing is off the rails. Let me just steer it back. Okay. Uh I have the last pick in the third round. And all right. I, I'm also gonna go I'm also gonna go Chief Security. Uh
2: fuck it. Give me Odo changeling odo or non changeling
0: changeling odo come on
2: <laughs>
0: it's a ch- listen
2: it's a security officer
0: that can shapeshift need i say more so you're that's... saying
2: without his ability to shapeshift odo He's... is worthless to you i mean kind of a kinda,
0: <laughs> little bit that's why i was very specific i said changeling odo so it's very specific on that <laughs> He's just looking at me disapprovingly.
1: Why? Oh, Odo's a fine pick. You can take Odo all day if you want to. But just saying, he might not do anything for you. That's all. <laughs> he kind of does what he wants. Listen. listen he, he doesn't really thrive in a military environment, but...
0: <laughs> all I need Odo to do is stand there and look intimidating. That's all I need. And, then and here's it-
1: the other thing. Oh, don't God. forget, don't forget Chief of Security on a starship involves two positions, actually. It involves being Chief Tactical Officer and Chief Security Officer. Now, while I'm sure Odo has the bona fides to be Chief Security Officer, how good is he at pointing phasers at things? I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: think great. He doesn't like using guns or shooting things. I mean, that's why I have data, you know. Okay, <laughs> data can fill in a lot. Of, data fills a lot of holes. Okay, he does fill a lot of holes. He was even captain one. He was even captain.
1: <laughs> he does fill a lot of holes. Just ask Tasha Yar about that one. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
3: That's all.
1: What is wrong with you?
0: Also, that's what the
1: wine is for.
0: Also, Teeves, you have to
1: remember, I can fill in the blanks with my auxiliary officer That's who true. I haven't taken yet. That's just true. Just keep that in mind. If you're going to take Tasha Yar as an, exo- an auxiliary officer. I'm an not taking Tasha Yar. Officer. If you're going to take her as an auxiliary officer, I would I'm just not, tell you. I'm not taking Tasha Yar as auxiliary. Keep her away from the booze and keep her away from <laughs> little piles of tar on the ground. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, God. <laughs> Okay, I, I feel like this is the last round that we can do
0: before we have to like take a a, a big break and then like come back next week with this because after uh, what everything Tease has said about uh, an all-female command crew, and Tashi Yar, I feel like we need to like
1: oh I see. I see nothing that I said happened. We None need of to, it's uh, accurate. Okay, we need here.
0: We need to reset this whole thing, but it's Teeves in round four. He's got the first pick in round four. I'm taking my chief
1: engineer here. I'm taking Montgomery Scott. Which one? Prime Universe Montgomery Scott. Prime you. All right. Uh, just because I like a chief engineer that, uh, I mean, Deirdre, you took Jordy, a couple, uh, a pick around mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. Ago, mm-hmm. And, uh, um and while I'm sure Jordy can strip down an engine and put it back together on spec, mm-hmm. I need a guy that I can rely on to, like, look, here's a paper clip, a fucking rubber <laughs> band, and, like, two spark plugs. I need a gun. Make it happen. <laughs> I need that guy.
2: Plus, he's like he can change the laws of physics, Captain.
1: This is this is you one... know, being able to change the laws of physics is not it's not a bad power. <laughs> I'd appreciate that a lot on my team. Okay, changing the laws of
0: physics is one thing, but um, what what about his violation of the Prime Directive in Star Trek 4? Oh um where he gave where he gave uh the the people in san francisco in the past he gave them that like that that funky alloy oh,
3: how do you know they didn't invent it to begin
1: with
0: right,
2: i'm, I'm pretty gonna... sure they
1: wouldn't have invented uh, it deidre
2: i'm pretty uh, uh, sure uh, uh, i'm
1: just i'm just gonna say props
2: to deidre <laughs> i'm just gonna
1: say yes scotty did violate temple prime directive i guess that i guess he weighed that fact against all life being killed on planet earth and all said right. you know what temporal break i'm gonna say outweighed by saving all human life <laughs> okay
2: fair I'll
1: just, I'll, hey i'm okay
0: jesus
2: with
0: that. <laughs> uh james you have the next pick
2: i am going to follow atiba's lead with uh, sh- chief engineer oh crap There is only one chief engineer in the whole Star Trek. Damn it. They even in the future build a statue to him. Damn it. Mars O'Brien. Damn it. (laughs) I feel I have to pick Mars O'Brien because that's my cultural heritage. (laughs) All right. Even if he is played like an Irish stereotype on the show.
1: And that's the thing. Call Mimi is in so many great Irish movies that are so not oh, stereotypical. Yes, he really is. <laughs> uh, okay. But then, but for his day job, he has to go put on a green outfit and
2: act like a leprechaun. I, I know, right? It, it's it, so much of his racist role on Deep Space Nine was like cookie cutter tropes of a working class dude Um, Uh, the only thing
1: that i would say is luckily they he was not a drunk i have the drunk
2: yes scotty (laughs) was the drunk that's fine
1: (laughs) (laughs) can't do that no that's Uh, too much
2: yeah but and plus i mean there is downsides to o'brien uh, he is gonna get tortured, and he is gonna get kidnapped, and he's gonna suffer all sorts of trauma. All he's sorts a of trauma. A chief Engineer. <laughs> all right. Okay. But he.
1: Gabe? But I was gonna take him also because he can make you out a gun out of a spark plug, uh, chewing yep. gum, and uh,
2: yeah. Yeah, and he so, can take is, a completely unknown ship. So with you guys want MacGyver as your
1: engineer?
0: Like
2: I don't know if that's, that's really what you
1: needs. want. That's is what it's, I need. Is it really? <laughs> If I'm out here exploring the cosmos, who the hell knows what I'm gonna run into? I need somebody that can strip that shit down fast, figure it out, and tell me what's going on.
2: All exactly. Right. That's Bye. Miles O'Brien to a T. Okay. All right,
0: because I it's so it's my pick in round four. No one else has taken so seven of nine was non-military personnel, but nobody mm-hmm. else has taken an auxiliary officer.
1: Not yet. I I'm gonna be the first to wade into those waters. All right. <laughs> I hope Um, you got enough rainbow jumpsuits for this pick. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I hate you, (laughs) Teves. Jackass. Um, I'm gonna be very when I when I say my pick, I'm gonna be very specific as well. For auxiliary officer, uh, give me Philip (gasps) Giorgio. Oh no. Okay, Okay, so very specific. Very specifically. Section 31. Philip is Giorgio. Okay that was So
2: actually Emperor Giorgio, and you have stolen You've stolen my person <laughs> Oh
0: Give me Giorgio. Man,
2: Section 31.: would, would she not be the best ta- that person that you want to? You know, this thing isn't very stuff lady. Could you just go and sort it out and she would? <laughs> See, see,
0: see what I said? Teams about, yeah, I got tactical covered. I got it yeah. covered, baby. Let's go.
2: <laughs> you got tactical and security covered. Oh, there was we'll a threat see. to the ship captain. It fell out the airlock. I don't know what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Section 31 Starfleet Intelligence, she'll have extra, like that additional uh, knowledge.
1: Hang 30, on a second. Is Hang on a second. All right,
0: okay. She'll, she'll have, like, that extra additional knowledge on certain home worlds and races that, like, normal Starfleet officers wouldn't have, like, a general education. Like, Cisco's gonna know some things, but Giorgio went to the CIA of Starfleet, so she's like, look, this is some additional info we have on this, on this race. Here's some additional shit you need to know before you wade into these damn waters, okay? Yeah. So take all of that with my, my science officer, data he can whip up some shit and just make sure that to, to neutralize anything odo is out there if they beam in they'll be they'll be all prepared georgio will be like listen you got to use these phasers at this frequency to take out these guys that's not that's not so bad. odo so odo here's the specs take care of it bang there it is
2: plus the other side of it is when you get to some safe world or somewhere that's kind of cool you absolutely want to go clubbing
3: with her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This is the only problem. This is the only problem with Giorgio. Um, I can't have any Klingons on my ship. I cannot have one.
2: Cause no. Giorgio <laughs> well, Giorgio
0: the... absolutely hated the Klingons. So no Klingons on the ship. That's fine.
2: Well, from the behavior of the terran empire i think anybody other than a pure human would not fare very well yes there'd be constant hr complaints.
0: <laughs>
1: all right uh, wait two two quick things number one go ahead um the problem with philip Giorgio is let me just gush where- over this pick a little bit more jesus before you shit on it go ahead you can because- take, take- Take three seconds to gush because I am. I would just like to say,
0: (laughs) I would just like to say, I would just like to say, of all the people that I could have taken from the USS Discovery or the Shenzhou, I took Giorgio first,
1: okay? I do appreciate that. She's probably the most interesting of the whole lot. There you go. I will say this Um, How do you ever know? Giorgio is telling you the goddamn truth. You never do. You have never have any idea if what's coming out of her mouth is true, or in your best interests, or in the best interests of Section Thirty-One. How do uh, you have I've, someone like that on your shit? That's why my captain is Cisco.
2: I have okay. I, 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 that, I have that would work. A, I have an answer for that too. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Giorgio, in true Star Trek fashion, is actually trying to be a better person. She was trying to reform the Empire. She was trying to soften the tone of what they were doing. And she's shown she's prepared to learn. She's prepared to not stick with the values that she grew up with or that the empire, the Terran empire espoused. So I think with Giorgio exposed to the right crew, people like Cisco data Odo who all have very strong moral compasses. You could see Giorgio actually learning from them.
1: Oh my god, I cannot. Can you see Giorgio and Odo coexisting? I think that'd be really
2: problematic. Well, actually, yes. <laughs> actually,
0: another, I, another I, I, great, I, another yes. great odd couple spin-off show.
2: Here we go. Well, but Giorgio, Giorgio's the Terran Empire and Giorgio had a very similar uh remit to Odo's people, the founders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody else is lower than dirt, and we should should conquer and and rule them mm-hmm. and Odo that was Odo's people and Odo didn't like that I mean that yeah, was his dream, yeah. conflict but he could at least understand where she was coming from
1: also he was able to reach some kind of weird detente with Garrick who is a similar <laughs> kind of character so okay I don't I I all right, I'm warming to this.
0: Thank you. Thank you, James. I appreciate you chiming in here.
2: <laughs> well, JoJo, I, I, Jojo I, was going to be one at my pick because uh, that is such a great character. Uh, I, yeah, I,
0: we, we said it to start this thing off. Like these, this draft is going to be won and lost by the auxiliary and the non-military personnel. <laughs>
1: um, <clears throat> All right. Wait, geez, my other statement was... Geez, oh, God, here we go. Have we established that Philippa Giorgio is actually a descendant of Hoshi Sato? Have we established that? I don't think we have. Because, James, I don't know if you know because you hate Enterprise, but. Um...
2: <laughs> I don't hate it. It just yeah. lacked certain interesting elements.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> plot
3: what,
1: plot what, casting. What an incredibly British way to put that. All right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Hoshi Sato from Enterprise um, founded the Terran Empire as we know it. Oh,
0: that's right. Oh, lovely. <laughs> there, there's some even more to unpack there now for me. Thank you very much. Hmm. I don't care. I'm still taking. I'm. I'm still taking Giorgio. I don't care. I don't All care. Right,
1: it's a good pick. It's a good pick. A Better pick. than I expected.
0: I don't know. Okay. Thanks for that backhanded compliment. <laughs> it's, a, face. it's a,
2: it's a great pick. You have my backing on that one.
0: All right. Deidre has a, it is your pick in round four and you're going science. Yeah. All right.
3: I'm going to pick Chudgy Zia. that.
2: Oh, <laughs> wow.
3: Mean- it comes with all the knowledge of all those other lifetimes and why are you hoarding all the science, I'm, I'm, a, you know what? science. I, I, I'm the original theory <laughs> is my favorite one like i'm just sticking to the fact that we're supposed to be doing science and not fighting in a stupid war
2: <laughs>
0: you okay. make an excellent point Good you part. make an excellent point
2: you know now you've got the person who can read stories the singer and dax who makes a great comedian she's always got a good joke right uh,
0: i i had dax high on my board as well just because of the generational generational knowledge that she has as a trill
1: yeah all i'm gonna say is your ship better not be the defiant you better be taking a serious scientific vessel
3: this
2: this raises a question though yeah if deirdre has jadzia Mm dax what about esri dax
1: that's true different officer all right let's let's, you can take esri if you want i
0: don't know why you
3: would you (laughs) can have her all day (laughs) you can have her all day
0: wow no, no love for the other Dax, none whatsoever.
1: Okay, she just never had time to develop into anything besides Dax Light.
2: That's all she is. <laughs> Dax Light. That's what all Trill are. <laughs> They're just shadows of past lives.
0: <laughs> wow! 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 <laughs> on on that cheerful note, uh, this is a a good place for a natural stopping point for part one of this draft uh part two will be coming out next week as we continue uh series two rolls on continues for now we're gonna take a quick break a little breather uh look at the rest of our boards because there's some shit that needs to be filled and yeah we might have to go back to the drawing board here a little bit some (laughs) of us uh but yeah like subscribe follow the podcast if you are not uh what are you waiting for you can follow me at a dob Royster on Twitter. You can follow Teves at K. You can follow the show at Teeves and kid versus like us, subscribe to us on Facebook, Spotify, whoa, Apple whoa, podcast.
1: Whoa, whoa. Hold on. I'm little, right? joined.
0: I'm giving everybody their turn. All right, James, plug your, plug your
2: podcast, plug your Twitter. Yes, please follow us. Well, <clears throat> yes. Uh, I run the Deep Space Nine. Uh, sorry, I can't get my words out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I run, along with my wife, the ReBinge Deep Space Nine podcast, where we watch an episode every week and discuss it in extreme detail. <laughs> we also have the ReBinge... We also have the Prodigy ReBinge podcast, where we review Prodigy and do the same kind of thing. <laughs>
0: Pedro, if- People would like to reach out to you via social media. How would they do that?
3: Um, i you know, I'm not really sure, but uh, <laughs> they can find me in the Star Trek Facebook group I'm on. Oh, uh, which is right. We all pretend to be the officers on a Starfleet vessel.
0: That is a it is a fantastic Facebook group. If you're not in, if you're not in it, I'll make sure to link it in the description because it is fucking fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's part one of the draft. We will continue with part two next week until then deuces for the series 2 We're going to get out of here and we'll talk to you next week as we finish this draft.